Hey, this is Loretta Dennis, co-hostess of Glory Rising, broadcasting live each week on Mondays from 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Central Standard Time at Fishbowl Radio Network Studios at Globe Life Park in Arlington, Texas. Log on to hear what God has to say about His glory and how we can let others see His glory in us. Be sure to log in each week on Monday at 8 p.m. to 10 p.m. Central Standard Time to catch the show Glory Rising on Fishbowl Radio Network. Com. Jump in. Good evening and welcome back to Glory Rising Radio. I am joined here tonight with Cindy and Andre Russell. Glad to be Yay, back. Yay, Andre's back. <laughs> so I almost broke out with my boyfriend's back. <laughs> but I don't think Cindy would like that. Cindy can break out in that song. There you go. <laughs> So, we are coming to you live from Bedford, Texas, from Fishbowl Studios, and we've got, hopefully, a really interesting discussion tonight. also want to make a couple of announcements right off the bat. This is our last Monday night show. But oh. Don't, I know. But don't fret. Starting... A week from Friday, 29th. July 29th, we are going to be on on Friday nights from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Kicking off your weekend. So starting off your weekend, hopefully encouraging you through. If you've had, if you'd had a bad week, hopefully we can lift your spirits. And today, if you've had a bad day... Hopefully, we can lift your spirits today. We have the shoulders. We have the shows. We have the Holy Spirit with us. And we just can't wait. It's exciting. Because I know starting next Friday, the 29th, Roger will be back. Yay! Yay! We've worked out the schedule so that he can be here and still make it to work on time. And so, the, the next announcement I want to make is, have you heard what's happening in August? Wow. Get to meet our family members. Yes. <laughs> We're having a family reunion, August 13th. This is God's family reunion. You're all invited to come. Tickets are $10 a person. Children 10 and under are free. This is going to be at the Bradford Community Center at Tadlock Park. At 2601 Timberline Drive. Timberline, yeah. In uh, Fort Worth. There's going to be food, desserts, door prizes, entertainment, a time just to meet up with some old friends, and a time to meet and make new friends. And go ahead. And so we hope to see you there. And if you would like to purchase tickets, they are on sale right now. We do have them available. Again, they're $10 a person with children 10 and under are free. And you can call 682-319-4846. Glory Rison. And for those that can't make it, uh, we do have, if you want to make a play, make a donation toward the tickets, you still have a chance once you purchase and you know 
put your name and number on the back of the ticket. We will make sure it gets in there. If it get pulled, we will be calling you and making deliveries. Whatever God put on your heart to win. So, if you can't be there, bless someone who needs help to get there. Exactly. So, Miss Cindy, do you remember what we were supposed to be talking about this week? Yes. And did you do your homework? I did a little bit of it. <laughs> about knowledge and wisdom. Knowledge is something uh -huh. that you know. A lot of times you study to know it. And wisdom is something you that do you discern what to do and the right way to do it and how to do it. And that's what's the difference between wisdom and knowledge is. Yay! Yay! <laughs> What are the two things they do have in common? They kind of go hand in hand together. What are they? What are what are they, Andre? No, that's you. That it's knowledge for all of it, no matter what you do. It's knowledge within you. And then what is wisdom? It's something that they both end together. It's knowing. Yeah, it's knowing. It's knowing. knowing. Either one is wisdom, but when they finish... If you know something out of knowledge, you know it. If you know something with them, you know it. You you can have knowledge and wisdom in the conversation, and they're both going to end up what? Knowing what you the perspective of wisdom, knowledge of what you're talking about. Okay. Definition of knowledge is facts, information, and skills acquired by a person through mm -hmm. experience or education. So you learn to acquire knowledge. Yes. Wisdom you got it. is the quality of having experience, knowledge, and good judgment. The quality of being wise is wisdom. You need them both. That's what I just said. They go yeah. together hand yeah. in hand. They go together. Now, you can have <coughs> knowledge... But have no and have no, no wisdom. wisdom. <laughs> None whatsoever. You might think it, but it's true. You know everything. And you don't, if you don't have the wisdom of how to act. Things come about. Yeah, and what to do, which way to go with it. Okay. And then I looked up a third word. Ooh, this one I didn't give you. Mm -hmm. So this one's on me. Okay. Understanding. You need knowledge to know how to apply and be wise. Right. And you need understanding to be able to to comprehend what you've learned and how you're using it. like that. Yeah. That's true. So these are three words that go together. Yeah, <laughs> I think I stumped Andre. I mean, I just thought about it. it makes more sense. I mean, without understanding, there's no knowledge. Yeah. And there's no wisdom. I mean, because you don't understand. Why should I have wisdom if someone don't know what it's about? Mm -hmm. Why should I have no knowledge when I don't know what it is? I don't understand it. Mm -hmm. So understanding really is important. Those, those factors of those two, those, I mean, those two words. 
And the facts. Facts is the fourth one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, facts is part of knowledge. Yes. 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 She said that word. So and to have the facts, I can give you statistics all day long. Let's take the recent unpleasantness of COVID. Hmm. And no, these are not actual factual numbers because I can't remember them. I was told them every day for two years. <laughs> but there were, I think, over a million people who contracted and died worldwide of hmm. COVID. Now, that's a fact. So it's a fact. Do you understand what that means? Some people don't. It, that's what I'm getting at. Some people don't understand what that means. So, Because I know when COVID first started and we were hearing about the people overseas that had COVID and how many people were dying. Daily. Yeah. Daily. And for <sighs> me, it was like, that doesn't bother me any. I didn't understand. I couldn't com comprehend the, the gravity yep. of it. And how fast it hit the whole world. This is true. But that was not a fact that I had at the time. Because to me, my comprehension of it was, oh, just people have a really bad case of the flu. That was my understanding. Well, with that, so right. with that, I could not use wisdom to help people because I didn't think it was anything more than the flu. And look same at symptoms, yep. Same symptoms, and how many people die yearly from the flu? There is a few, uh, quite a few to do. Yeah, there are. So putting all the little facts together you build your understanding you hmm. build your That's comprehension good. I like the way you went to that yeah because if i just tell you oh all calico cats are female oh well, what does that have to do with anything <laughs> it's a fact but so why are you talking about uh, calico cats and them all being female well it would make sense to you if you were looking for a cat <laughs> yeah if you wanted to wanted to acquire a cat and you knew you did not want a female cat well you'd know to stay away from calicos right therefore I now, is that you a true fact no it is yes it is it is that one is a true fact um so I've given you a fact, which means I've given you some knowledge. Now, what you do with that knowledge, and like I said, you're looking for a male cat, and I've given you this knowledge, and you go out and say, oh, isn't that a beautiful calico cat? And you say, that's the one I want. You've not used wisdom. You don't realize what you're getting is just a female. You're looking at the beauty mm -hmm. of the, and the actual thing that you can see. 
And we mess up on You're right. That's a good, good analogy. We do mess up on that. Because mm-hmm. we're understanding what we're getting. Right. So you can have the facts. You can know the facts. Um, you have to comprehend what those facts are, what they're telling you. How does this apply to me? Once you know, once you have the understanding and the knowledge of those facts, then you can use wisdom. Yeah, piece of paper. I don't, don't look for a The reason I want to write, I'll get, I'll get it from you. The reason I want to write, it's, it's a lot can go along with you using that knowledge mm-hmm. in life on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Lots of things. Mm-hmm. Well, you know that, well, you already know, for two weeks, I couldn't walk. Mm-hmm. I couldn't. I mean, I had I was really bedridden. Oh, I cried. I complained, and I, but I I didn't understand. This was God's plan because as I was laying there, I was watching the uh, what is that? Uh, well, kids Olympics, uh, but they in wheelchair, especially Special Olympics. Special Olympics. And here I am to play football, top of the guy with weights, and I seen these little bitty kids out there with stilks and artificial limbs but they was happy they accepted I had to come to understanding Lord I had to accept and my wife is sitting there Cindy sitting right here I had to accept my conditions mm-hmm. when I was fighting it we've been there you remember when you eyes you try to say no Lord this ain't me you know I'm too young I'm just I laid there and God gave me the knowledge to why you laying here talk to me Mm-hmm. Okay. Read your Bible. What, 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 put it on the church. God had to sit me in a position where he can minister to me mm-hmm. and give me more wisdom because things that God got me coming. It's just like Roger said, hey, notice when I talk to people now, they respect the new me. Mm-hmm. Well, and also with what you were going through physically, you have knowledge of what was going on in your body. Right. And God gave you the un- the understanding, the comprehension of why oh, yeah. he had you there. Yes, he did. But then but then you have the doctors that are saying, "Mr. Russell, you have to stay in bed." Oh, that was because, hard. <laughs> because they were using their wisdom to impart that knowledge to you for you to use their wisdom to get better. And I did. Mm-hmm. I did. And that brings us back to <clears throat> the COVID. I, I say the COVID made people go home and be with their families. You couldn't go to church. You couldn't go to the bars. You couldn't go. You had to be at home and in the doors. I think 9 or 10 o'clock, you couldn't be out on the road, so you're going to get pulled over and ask, why were you doing out so late? <laughs> Let you come from work. God, it went all around the world in an instant, but it brought families together where they know how to stop and realize who is God. It's time to stop and pray and talk to God because he's all we have to get us through all this. And, and he, you know, a lot of people lost their lives because of the COVID. And... It's, it's something I really think that happened 
for families to get together and people to realize who God was and to pray because people never have time, they're at work, they're this, that, and they don't have time to stop and pray like they need to. And I think that got everybody's attention when everybody had to be at home with their families and to take time. God is looking for his people and he wanted to see who they were. And we can look at an example in the Bible of this. No, just in the ring. <laughs> During the plagues. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they plague. That last one was taking the firstborn of the children, or mm-hmm. the firstborn, period. Of every man, every man woman. Yep. Uh, whether they were adult, child, animal it didn't matter he didn't matter unless you put the blood over the doorpost and down the lamb yeah and at that time all these people they were preparing to leave egypt sure was but they were all thrown into their dwelling places together and they were there they could not leave if they did they risked death yep or going back into slavery or going back into sl- no more death than going back into slavery all right a plague was going on yeah because this was the final plague so you know. yes and so god has a way of waking you up <laughs> waking you up but also things that have happened in history have a tendency to come back around maybe not maybe not exact circumstances but illness from the fall of man to present day illness has been in our in our world you read chapter i mean revelation now revelation be way before we got here but if you read it reads it speaks of the plagues the sickness the the day and night and, and these are the plagues that are to come yeah and and then oh i'm glad you said and if you stop and look i, I said like this old guy on tv the guy on tv says ain't no wait it's happening mm-hmm. it started mm-hmm. and oh man you're crazy what he say okay he didn't argue with him but if you go in and read revelations Mm-hmm. Things that have done happen, things happening, and the things to come, it'll scare you. Right. Well, and I was I was listening to, I'm not sure which one of my shows I was listening to on the way to work, because my schedule's been so wacky, but he was talking about America. I was like, okay, this is not going to be popular to hear. But America's going to fall. She's what it says in Revelation, uh, the country under the eagle would go down first, and then the one that stood the strongest was the bear, which is Russia. This is in Revelation. So, okay, and we can only project that that means America and Russia. Mm-hmm. Because at the time that these visions were given to John... He didn't know what they meant. He just and talking about great birds flying in the sky, those might have been airplanes, you know. And so, again, these are all projections that we don't know for sure. And you're 
you know, You're right. these make sense to our minds today. But, you know, this pastor was saying, America's going to fall. And the world is headed towards a one world. currency, a one currency world. And it's happening right now. And you go to, I think he said China, Europe, some of these other places, and you take American dollars, and they're going to look at you and say, I don't want that. Don't mean worthless. Anything. It is worthless to them. So the European euros right now is what everything is is revolving around. So, you know, we have, now that we have the knowledge, what are we going to do with it? Well, you're talking to some, some people scared to talk about. Some people, some pastors don't want to touch it. But, you know, I've seen them uh, just, like I said, I was at home. They want people to take this chip to put it right here. Mm-hmm. Right, just right here. And all they have to do is go on there. They can pay their bills, groceries, well, and have location. That, but one thing I didn't like about that, they know where you go. Mm-hmm. They're monitoring you. And that's that has already started not with humans, but with, with your animals. animals. Yep. Your dogs, I love your cats. But now they're doing it with people. Because over in Canada, they, they try to, you know, test mm-hmm. men, pay his bills. You know, if his daughter wasn't where she supposed to be, he can go scan. Oh, here she is. You know, that's, that's spooky. Mm-hmm. person can know where you at. Mm-hmm. I just you can't, you, without that chip, you can't buy food. Right. I just wanted to say if anybody wanted to call in. You can call us at 214-431-5032. We'd love to hear from you and join in the conversation. And I'm also on Facebook Live, and I am monitoring that. So if you'd like to join us there as well. Um, We're going to go ahead and go just a little bit early to our first break. And we're going to be hearing the song by Sidewalk Prophets, The Words I Would Say. Hmm. We'll be right back. up a pen and a page And I started writing just what I'd say If we were face to face I'd tell you just what you mean to me Tell you these simple truths Be strong in the Lord and never give up hope You're gonna do great things Tell you that I keep on praying 
Welcome back to Glory Rising Radio. That was Sidewalk Prophets with the words I would say. And if you'd like to join in our conversation today, um, give us a call at 214-431-5032 or on Facebook Live where I am monitoring what's going on there. Um, Tonight we're talking about wisdom knowledge and we threw and I threw in understanding boy <laughs> it really slept you great <laughs> so um, with all of this I think so far we've had a really good discussion uh, maybe we haven't pulled a lot out of the Bible as per se directly reading and quoting but what we what we're talking about, Every bit of it is scriptural. I am going to go to Proverbs. I believe it's chapter 9. Chapter 9. Mm-hmm. It's, um, Solomon asked the Lord for wisdom. Mm-hmm. So he probably was the wisest man in the world. And a lot of his, um, he made like poems out of things of what to do with your life, or like in, in Psalms, isn't it? A lot of him in Psalms. Mm. No, Solomon no, was Proverbs. <laughs> Proverbs, more Proverbs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, I'm going to start with verse 9. <clears throat> Give instruction to a wise man, and he will be still wiser. Teach a just man, and he will increase in learning. So here we have knowledge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, and the knowledge of the Holy One is understanding. Woo! All three of our words rolled up into one verse. (laughs) But, you know, with our definition of the quality of having experience, knowledge, and good judgment, it's good judgment to fear the Lord. And we're not talking being afraid of God. We're talking respect Him. Because, you know, 
you can say the same with a parent. It's like, oh, I fear my parents. Well, are you afraid of them? Well, no, they're just so wise, and they give me good instruction. Even though you just said they're afraid, they are. How do they know so much, and they're right? That puts fear in some people. It can, but it also puts awe. Yeah, it's like, oh. It makes you do yeah. that. Oh, okay. There you it go. There's you, the awe. <laughs> it makes you use your judgment before you do do something that's wrong because you know you're going to get in trouble. Was that Same nine, thing with God. Okay. Was yeah. that nine you was reading in Proverbs? Nine and ten. Nine and ten. Okay. Uh, okay. Uh, Eleven says, For by me thy days shall be what? Multiply. And the years of thy life shall be what? Increase. What did my grandma used to say? You need to Study and learn God's word, mm-hmm. and it will increase your life. You know, oh, you know, the old mm-hmm. nothing, but it's it's right there. Mm-hmm. The more you know and seek God's knowledge and wisdom, prepare you for everything to come. You know, one of the things you should um, obey your your mother and, and father, and if you didn't. You know what verse that's in, and your that's life would be shortened. Genesis. And, uh, Is that in the I, Old Testament? It's in the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. But honor your father and your mm-hmm. mother, Matthews. that your days may be long upon the earth. Now, Jesus referred to this commandment as being the first commandment with promise. Otherwise, if it's you, a promise. Yeah, if you respect your parents and listen to them and follow their instruction, Good day you, you're going to live a healthier life, a satisfied life. You're going to know, and okay, back then it would have been maybe run out in front of the camel, but uh, <laughs> for us, we would know you don't run out in front of the car. <laughs> <laughs> and what, back in back in the Old Testament, didn't they? If you disrespected your fa- parents, even if you, it didn't matter if you were fifty years old or if you were nine years old, you they were, were stoned. stoned to death. Yes, that is in there. I do not know where. I don't either, but I know it said you were stoned to death. If you, it didn't matter if you were thirty, fifty, well, look, nine. You were stoned to death if you disrespected Loretta, your father. When I met you, first time I met you, I'd go yell. Oh yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. When I went to work at Cracker Barrel, Robinson would call him about me with my manners. Mm-hmm. Everybody, yes, ma'am, no. That's the way I was raised. You better not say what the word. What? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> you get your teeth knocked out. So, and I'm I'm going to give a shout out to our our board operator, Remy. This young man has manners. So ingrained yes, in him does. that it is an absolute pleasure to be around him. I mean, yes, sir. Yay. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> when I first met him, yes, sir. Mm-hmm. I mean, well, no, yeah, well, come on. I offer you need water. I mean, right. his, you can tell the way he was, and he's raising his kids that way mm-hmm. to be manable, respectful. Because, you know, I see your grandkids. Kids going to be kids. Mm-hmm. We got, we got. But you know, it, it, it warms your heart when you hear them say, "Yes, ma'am." Mm-hmm. They kids will correct each other. Yeah, they will. You don't say that. 
You don't say that to mama. You don't say that to mama. You don't say that to granny. And what you we instill in them, they're going to what? They're going to grow up. And believe it or not, they will have a prosperous life. Because they know respect comes what? First. Mm-hmm. And, and as our young people grow up and they go and get their first job, like if, they, if they manage to hang on to those mannerisms, those they move up. politeness, it's going to be noticed. Yep. That will know and, me. and your managers, your supervisors are going to take note and you're going to impress them. It's just like uh, I, three weeks ago when I was here, you said the people coming with attitudes mm-hmm. because she know, let me hold my peace. Now, back in my mind, I want to tear the head off, but I got to keep my peace. If I'm running them stores, I had to carry myself a certain way. To get through the night. Mm-hmm. He's like Roger says, "Word. If we wasn't raised that way, we're always looking for a job because I'm right. Mm-hmm. You don't disrespect me. I don't mean disrespect. What'd you say? Dis- but you got to go. Huh? Okay. <laughs> All the time she said she said. <laughs> but that's the way, Mama. Hold your tongue. Mm-hmm. That was really hard to do today. <laughs> and I know Roger said on. I think it was Saturday night. It was really hard for him to the point to the point where he said he almost walked out. So, yeah. So, as we go through, and like I said, I can't really speak for Roger. I know he was frustrated that night. But for me, I'm a receptionist, which means, yes, I greet patients as they come in. And our system that we have, because we're a very large practice, it's nothing to have 200 patients in a day. So we have one person that sits out by the elevator, and she greets the person, gives them whatever paperwork they might need, and gives us, it's a dot system. She gives them a dot so we know who's there and who needs to be checked in. Hmm. Now, there are people who come into the office that don't have appointments. They're there on the wrong day. They're there late. They're, oh, I need to pick this up. As we put it, our little fires that we have to deal with. Hmm. And this was one of those days that I'm like, I am so tired of being a firefighter today. (laughs) And And it was crazy stuff. Not that my patients were rude. Some of them were. Most of them were not. But it's just you go and you get into that routine. You know what you need to do next. And then all of a sudden it comes to a screeching halt. And they throw it all the way up. <laughs> and then it's like, okay. And at one point, because I was dealing with these little fires, it's like, why aren't you helping to check in patients? Well, gee, my lead is not here today. She's at another office. You're back there doing uh, your reports and things like this. They're up here checking people in. I have to do something, and I'm the first person they come to because I'm that first window. At the front desk. At the front desk. Well, there's four of us at the front desk. And so this is to tell you how big our, our practice is. It takes five people to run the front desk. 
Yes. That many patients come in a day? Well, I will tell tell you this. My mother, because I had four brothers and sisters, there was five of us in the house. And we used to, you talk about some kids that can get in some arguments. And my mother used to say, if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything <coughs> at all. Thumpers mama. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you that's know, what that's what she would say on the on the movie Bambi. Yep. Thumper's mama would say, "What did I say? If you can't say I something know. nice, say don't say nothing at all." And it's so true. So, as Christians, we don't want to think the worst of people. We don't want to wish ill will on anybody. So, we have to bite our tongues. You think and how many times Jesus had to just been quiet when he really killed him? Throwing, see, I did what you said. Read. Mm-hmm. A lot of people didn't accept Jesus coming into their town. He was a magic. He was a witch, a, a warlock. He was. It was Satanism. It was. You know, they show in the movies, welcome everybody. Some of them was, I'm not going to say his movie was on precise, but Mel Gilford's movie, you could hear them taunting him, even though they were praising him. Mm-hmm. You hear the people in the background, get out of here, you old devil. I mean, that's the way it is today. To me, that one Jesus movie was kind of like telling the truth. Mm-hmm. He wasn't always welcome everywhere he went because a lot of them didn't recognize him. They. They say okay, it, it. Let's take it back to this. They recognized what he was doing, but they didn't understand it. I like they okay, didn't. Okay, un- okay, they okay. didn't understand right. the power of God being worked in one man, being worked in Jesus. They they couldn't comprehend it. And they never seen it. Yeah, they'd never seen it, and this frightened a lot of people. So this yeah, was, like you, this, you, this, you was the, this was the fear of the Lord, but not the respect of the Lord. It was, I'm afraid, because look at what he's doing. He's casting out demons. He's you know and raising the dead, raising people yeah. see. And if the people of that day, even today, were to think about it, why would a demon cast out demons? Hmm. I ain't never thought about that. So, you know, all Jesus ever did was the will of his Father, which was to do good, share his love, bring people closer to his Father. Not to him, but to his Father. And, you know, when he did these miracles, people thought it was magic. Witchcraft. witchcraft, Because they didn't understand they, they didn't believe and if they and they didn't have faith and they didn't believe they didn't think that that was the real Jesus coming because of family uh, the way they were brought up their kingdom well it was when Jesus was prophesied about back mm-hmm. in the Old Testament and they were saying this people were looking for a king to Does come God open up they were looking for majestic robes and this great crown. 
And legions of angels coming with him. And they will one day. But what they were looking for at that time was not a little baby. Was not a common man. A common child, yep. Yeah, he w- Yes, he had to come as a child even in royal, you know, in the royal family. And, and you know, God had to plan cuz Jesus was, you know, born among all of us not up in the king's palace he was born up so he knows us. he was born in a stable <laughs> and laid in a cow trough so tell him it's loretta <laughs> so he knows about all us down here uh he he feels and loves us because he came among us he didn't start up high in the palace being a king glory he looked, grew up to look down on people, and he was better than everybody. God, Jesus know, never acted like that, never treated us like that. He was 12, he was 12. When Joseph and Mary was looking for him, they were panicking. Mm-hmm. They panic. You read it. And this is where you really heard about Joseph, and you hear nothing else, really, about Joseph. His, mm-hmm. his, but Joseph was afraid he failed something. I mean, read it. He, they, was, they didn't know what happened. But when they found him, they was at peace. And he took, he said, I'm out doing what? My father's. Mm-hmm. Now here he is. This is his mom. And <laughs> Looking for and him. And he's actually, yeah. if you, and I could be off base on this, and if somebody wants to correct me, that's Please, great. Yes. Um, I do take correction quite well. But if you look, <laughs> if, if you look at the context, why was, why, or, why were you searching for me? Did you not know That's I would be said. about my father's business? He rebuked them. At 12 years old, he rebuked them. But hmm. he did it lovingly. Wasn't disrespectful. He wasn't disrespectful. He's like, I have to be about my father's business. Did anybody get time to read? Is that when he Just, knocked over the... No, no. no. This is when read the part when he was 12. And I... You might receive, if you're reading it while we're here, please call in because that, every time I think of Jesus when he started preaching, Jesus was among people. Mm-hmm. And and I'm like, well, why did they panic? It don't say panic in the Bible, but as a as a parent, your child is missing. You, you worry. Okay. Mary was looking, they couldn't find him. And I'm going to share this story this is a true story true testimony we had our daughter grace and her family over at our house i believe it was on the fourth of july and their youngest one who was five was ready to go home so he had his shoes and he had his socks and they were supposed to be heading out to the car well he went outside and his brother stayed inside and all of us adults were still talking and finishing the gathering up and everything. So we send the older boy out, go get him. And he comes back, he says, I don't know where he is. I can't find him. Oh, let me tell you, I could have had broken dishes. Oh, Loretta. Because all four of us adults, we just were like cockroaches when the light comes on. We just spread. He was outside between Grace's car and my car. 
just <laughs> I know it ain't funny, but <laughs> he was just standing there waiting to get in the car to go home. Scared y'all to death. Yes. When Christina was in the motorcycle accident. Oh. It's like Oh, it, I still go out to you. It didn't hit me and affect me until I heard Grace's voice say, Mom, we can't find her. Well, now, anybody who knows my girls, they look alike <laughs> yes, they and do. they sound alike. Yes, they do. And my heart sunk. And yes, I panicked. The whole time, knowing God had everything in control, but of course, at that time, our emotions run away, and Satan says, "Ha ha 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 ha! I can play with you now," and starts putting all these evil thoughts. So, and speaking of Christina, she's doing very well. That's about it. Hi, day. Christina, and um, she's. I think she's got a doctor's appointment tomorrow. Yes, she does. But she's got just, last I talked to her, just two really tiny little spots on her leg well, that fashion. have not closed. Yeah. So oh, She's doing really good. So, God has and, really rebuilt her. Yeah, and she's taking some small steps without crutches and stuff. So she's she's coming along and... You know, I want to ask you something. Maybe, Lord, why are you pressing me to ask? I want to ask you something. Well, I want to ask. I want to say something first. Then I want to ask you. I didn't realize how important my legs were to me until I couldn't walk. Mm-hmm. She'll tell you how many me days too. I laid in bed. I cried. I cried and I cried. I got angry. What did I do to deserve it? Lord, forgive me my sin. I did everything but one thing. Thank him. Let God have his way. Mm-hmm. Thank him that Thank I'm still here. Thank you for the healing, Lord. Tell him when I did that, I stood up. I called Roger. I was so excited. I stood up. Because you know what I said to God? Lord, I gave you everything you asked me to do. Use me as a what? A vessel. Mm-hmm. It's just took me to lay in this bed for 14 days. I couldn't walk. Take my friend. Passed out. Couldn't take a... I had to crawl just take a shower. You know, I love showers. God took me to the point of saying, no, I, don't y'all take me wrong on this, but I got respect for people that can't walk. Mm-hmm. That's a gift. That's a precious thing. Someone got to be like that all their lives. Someone was born that way. Them 14 days, I wouldn't want them back. Mm-hmm. But it made me closer to God. Mm-hmm. Now, what I'm going to ask you, I remember the night that I had to drive you home in your car because you was at Cracker Barrel. I didn't know your eyes was that bad. No, when I took her home, Roger was at the apartment and he left the van there. And your husband shared something with me. He said, Loretta was going blind. I said, what? You remember when you... Uh, Call for a ride home. She wasn't trying to be mean. She said, I'm, I can't drive you home. We both got up at the same time. She said, I know my route. You know, go. Mm-hmm. But you went, and, and you said, you, Roger said, you felt bad. But she couldn't. She didn't have enough. Uh, not pride. Confidence. Yeah, but could, you couldn't take me. 
But the night that uh, Jean came up to the house, and she was just crying. She said she just left you. She said, "Pray for Loretta. Pray for Loretta." And we didn't realize how bad your eyesight was until Roger came in. He said, "Ma'am, y'all pray for my wife." And then that Sunday at church, I did a <clears throat> presentation to help y'all understand how, how serious it was. Well, not only how serious it was, but what I was feeling, what I was going through. Yeah. And, and we all felt your pain when you stood up there. And now it's like it's still there. It still bothers me that I don't have the vision like I used to have. But you know what? Until God takes my eyes completely, I am going to continue. And this was, you know, because you were there. I was out on the football field yep. taking pictures and running. Even tell who, when they're looking for a player, he over here. Yeah. So I didn't stop. I didn't stop living my life. No, she didn't. I didn't let disability define my abilities. Hmm. I could have gave up. I see we thank you. Uh-huh. And so and I'm still that way right now. I'm working on for the family reunion, I am working on a quilt. And praise over every square and I want one so bad and I hit hint. <laughs> I'm not eligible to get it because I'm with the with the group. But I want one. She takes every square and prays over it. Can you imagine being wrapped in this blanket with nothing but prayers all around you? Y'all need to come and put in that drawing. And and then you can call me. I'll give you my number. <laughs> so uh, what I was going to say about this quilt, though, is I can make the tops. That's not a problem. I can do that. I'm not going to say blindfolded because I can't. But I'm I'm learning how to actually quilt. You know, make the the fancy designs. Well, I have to learn the basic designs before I can learn the fancy ones. So, I was sitting there and a simple meandering which is just if you think about it as a little tiny drunk person. That can't walk a straight line <laughs> and just kind of wiggles around. That's what a meander would be. Well, I told Roger last night when I started working on it, I said, I don't have the meander down. I said, so I'm instead of calling it a meander, I'm calling it a scribble. <laughs> <laughs> because I've got some hills and valleys. I've got some swirls. I've got some squares some triangles some lines that cross over each other but it's like you know what it's still going to be beautiful that's right well, i think, know it is think about all these famous paintings you see some paints like the kid did it mm -hmm. but them paints cost over a million dollars and just what she's doing put into this blanket at the time when these painters they put their love into that painting if you uh <laughs> And I really didn't look at it until I really looked at it hard. It's some kind of abstracts that got that got mm -hmm. colors this away, and anyway, like somebody just threw paint up there, went for four point five million dollars because it was made by one person, uh -huh. no duplicates. I mean, you could, and I'm like, 
It's something I could have. Well, let me go in the backyard and find something. Everything's having a meeting. Mm-hmm. Just like that quilt. Send it to everybody. My mom, everybody wants to see this quilt. Everybody wants to see it. But since we were talking about that, we just want to pray for anybody. And there is hope. If anybody's having trouble with their eyes and seeing, there is hope. Look at Loretta now. She's just as good as she can be. God does heal. You gotta keep praying. Tell about my nerves. Yeah. They said my nerves. The arthritis. I don't know. Lord, thank you. Arthritis but you is so have bad. to tell the devil he's a liar. Arthritis is so bad it affects people's nerves. Mm-hmm. It can literally kill your nerves. Mm-hmm. Well, they said that's what was happening to me. The arthritis when I fell, the impact me falling on my knees, it took the ligaments and the nerves. The arthritis went into. That's why I was hurting so bad. Like you know, they. I know it's God. They didn't. They thought I was going to have special treatment. Maybe have put a brace on, mm-hmm. and I. But when I start meditating and telling the Lord what you thank you, and talking to Him, mm-hmm. He because I got up, cooked dinner, and everything. Wouldn't hurt no more. And you have to tell the devil he's a liar sometimes because he puts things in your mind like you can't do it or you're doing something wrong. You didn't hear her say that. And it's just the devil. You never. She said yeah. she never gave into the devil's. Temptation. Mm-hmm. She, she could she, have. She kept on going. She could have. Mm-hmm. But uh, we do pray for anybody that has any problems with their eyes. And just to let you know there is some hope. All right. We're going to go ahead and take another break right now. And this next song is by Toby Mac, Speak Life. And Speak in life, tonight's, yeah. uh, what we're talking about tonight with knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. Speak life, yeah. It speaks <laughs> life. When you have all of these, it speaks life into us. So we'll be back in just a few minutes. Some days life feels perfect. Other days it just ain't working. The good, the bad, the right, the wrong, and everything in between. We can turn our heart through the words we say Mountains crumble with every syllable Hope can live or die So speak life, speak life To the dead and darkest night Speak life, speak life When the sun won't shine and you don't know why Look into the eyes of the broken hearted Watch them come alive as soon as you speak hope You speak love, you speak Other days my thoughts just fall apart I do, I don't, I will, I won't It's like I'm drowning in the deep Well it's crazy to imagine Words from my lips as the arms of compassion Mountains crumble with every syllable Hope can live or die So speak
like fire Hope will fall like rain When you speak life with the words you say Raise your thoughts a little higher Use your words to inspire Have you heard what's happening in August? No? Well, let me tell you. Glory Rising Radio is hosting a family reunion. Not just any reunion, but God's family reunion. On Saturday, August 13th from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at the Bradley Center at Tadlock Park, 2601 Timberline Drive in Fort Worth. The cost is $10 per person. Children under 10 are free. Come share in the fun, food, and fellowship. Meet up with old friends and make some new ones. Love Sync will be there with the entertainment, and we'll have a few door prizes as well. For more information or to pre-order your tickets, call 682-319-4846. Again, that number is 682-319-4846. All right. Welcome back to Glory Rising Radio. A couple of announcements for you. This is our last Monday night show. We are moving to Friday night starting July 29th, which is... A week from Friday, six to eight. from six p.m. to eight p.m., and we'll have the fourth member of our team with us. We'll have Roger back, yay, hey. Roger! <laughs> and um, hopefully, we have the whole team back. Yes, yeah, so it's change. Yeah, we'll we'll be nice and hopefully have everybody back with us at the time. Um, if you're listening tonight and you have anything to add about our our conversation that we're having please give us a call at 214-431-5032 all right and then you just heard the announcement about our family reunion it is coming close we're getting closer and closer it's ten dollars per person children 10 and under are free it's going to be Saturday, August the 13th, from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. We're going to be broadcasting live from the reunion. That We're means Fishbowl will be there with us. Yes, they will. And um, we're going to have food, desserts, prizes, entertainment. And 
Grace's Sweet Treats and Ashley's Kitchen are going to be there with food. We're going to have Love Sync. We're going to have some shows. We're going to have children uh, doing dance numbers, which is Andre's little niece. She dances all over the United States. They have dance classes. She's going to come and do a little dance number for us. So it's going to be a lot of fun, a lot of entertainment. You want to come and you want to bring your family, come and meet people and, and make new friends. It's going to be a lot this of good is people one there. Time. One time. This was one time you can come, fellowship, and actually enjoy yourself. Yes, the rule is love each other, mm-hmm. enjoy each other, and meet some new friends. Might be some people you ain't seen in, you, in years. Okay, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw a second rule in there. No suit and ties. There's <laughs> not going to be no preaching either. It is a family reunion, a picnic style family reunion. Let's have fun. Let's come ready to have some fun. And you get to see us live. Yes. The As far as I know, the whole team is going to be there. So, cause Roger's even taking vacation that week <coughs> so he can be there. <coughs> he sure is. So. All right. Again, if you want to call in, 214-431-5032 on Facebook Live, where I am monitoring. So. I was uh, sitting there thinking, you know, they got me doing this personal relationship. And as I've been walking up and down the street talking to people, it's just not my job. It's my wife's job. It's what? Loretta's job. Let me finish. Oh. It's people that we walk by. We're so caught up on what we want to do. But God said, why'd you pass them up? I met more people just because I see them outside. Hey, how you doing? Mm-hmm. But I was going somewhere else. I don't talk to three neighbors. I got new neighbors now. I've been over there seven years. That they say, you're the guy that live on the corner. Just because I took time mm-hmm. to say hello. Right. And when, when I'm saying that... If we got that mentality every time we go out, just tell someone hello, mm-hmm. even right. if they don't, even if they don't say nothing back, what did you th- love them? Show them love. Mm-hmm. If you can tell them something about Jesus, that's even better. But that was our last instruction. Jesus left us was to go and make disciples. How I'm do not you make disciples? disciples? But to make friends. a disciple is to tell someone about Jesus. I've been Jesus. there seven years. Mm-hmm. Uh, the two houses, uh, the ones on the side, they passed by, see me water in the yard. But when I, they was nice. Mm-hmm. They gave you various, uh, talk to, you know, they like they was glad that I came down that way mm-hmm. to say, and I spoke to them first. And they said, come on over, brother. You know, everybody thought the brother in. Anyway, and I thought about PR, press relations. If we gonna take time, how many people we done passed? I thought about that. I'm, we could have made. We don't think I would think of suicide. Mm-hmm. That girl done been hurt, been beat. Just a kind word can change a whole person's day. What you say? Sometimes they come in angry, mm-hmm. and she said, "I can say one thing," and they, I come back and apologize. I want to apologize to why I can't. It's just personal relation with God, and you let God come through you. I'm taking it serious. Mm-hmm. I mean, when I see people now, even in the store, when they speak to me, Cindy, Cindy said, "Where you in there so long?" Having a conversation, mm-hmm. like a lady talking about 
She goes to Worldly, the church, World, World Gospel Church, mm -hmm. the big church over there for 20. And I was talking to a lady about God's trying to reunion. We ended up talking in line. Before I know it, five people wanted, hey man, I only had four. But she wrote back up a card. I ain't heard from her. It's just that one conversation is through the aura, how am I saying, that you carry around you, that light. Mm -hmm. People know who I can go talk to this person. But just to say hello, and that's why I love about you, speak. Woof. <laughs> Listen, no, we, I, at least I spoke. How many times you done said Woof. that? How many times you done said that? Go speak, you said. But how many times you done said, I just said hello? Just open your mouth. Yeah. She said, some people come in like they want to kill the world. Mm. How you doing? Oh, how you doing? <laughs> the attitude changes. Mm -hmm. Because if your attitude matches their attitude, y'all gonna go at it. But I learned something because me and talking to Roger, I'm taking it serious. I have more people saying, hey, yo, yo, man, I'm just gonna donate. Because it's the way I presented myself. Mm -hmm. I didn't come asking for this. I said, whatever you want to donate. Mm -hmm. I got more than what I was asking for, okay? I'm just, I'm just putting it up. Because God, I said, whatever God put on your heart. See, not on Andre's heart, not what Roger Cindy's heart. Whatever God put on your heart, just like, done so I can buy maybe a couple of family, maybe four tickets and write it and just give it to them. Mm -hmm. They didn't ask for a receipt or anything. I said, well, he said, man, I know where you live. <laughs> it's, but, well, but I just said, Everybody try to be a PR mm -hmm. personal relationship with someone. I mean, because they're white, black, Mexicans. If you see a striped person, stay back. In a way. <laughs> what about if they're polka dotted? Run. In a way. <laughs> <laughs> but what I'm saying, it starts with us. We say we're Christians, say we love God is in us. Let them see God in us. Well, and. I know Roger's shared this a couple of times, but you think about it, a Christian can spot another Christian. Can just feel each other in a, the atmosphere. A, a, a true Christian can spot a true Christian. Yeah. I can see that. An unsaved person can spot a true Christian. I can see that. I've, I think I've run into a couple of them because I've had... People, I'll be at the gas station and I come in and I speak to them and say, how, Hi, how are you doing? Something. And people come up and ask me to pray for them. Mm -hmm. Maybe because they, could, they yeah. can feel the aura about me. And then I've had people pray for me before and I'll never turn down a prayer. As long as it's to the Lord Jesus, I'll never turn down a prayer. And it's to God, my Father, I'll never turn down a prayer. Prayers are great. It's a, it's a communication never, line with God. I never once tried to discourage Roger or Miss Loretta. That house she's in, she's been claiming that house. Even before they got the house, she said, oh, my house coming. Roger said, you didn't know she was talking about this house. I didn't. But you always, even with her, my house is coming. Mm -hmm. I'm going to have my home. And all the time it was <laughs> And I no, Roger said, you know what it means so much to you me. Claim it. No, the mama, to see her happy, how she's happy. But this is something that she claimed. He always said, this is going to be my home one day. Mm -hmm. And he said, we go to that house. You don't know how many times we sit there and just, 
I'm home. I'm home. And a lot of times when people come to my house... They go to sleep, sit in a chair and go to sleep like me. <laughs> well, I was going to say, they'll tell me that there is such a peace about my house. Oh, yeah. You can't go in there with no... no. <laughs> they leave it at the door. So, all right. And that's a good thing. Yeah, it is. It's a good it, thing. It really is. And, um, yeah, let's... We kind of really got off on a big rabbit trail. We... Kind of yes, but kind of no, in talking about knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. Yeah, but everything that you came up with the songs and what we talked about, it's, it's, as you said before, it's all go together. It's God. Yes, it's yeah. a God thing. We say let God have his way. Because now, tonight, I'd actually planned on choosing music Saturday night. I was going to get all this ready Saturday night. And, Okay, I was naughty. I kind of took a nap and <laughs> kind of got lazy and didn't do much of anything. But that's okay, you know. God knows we need to rest sometimes. So then this, I was I said, well, I'll get them ready this morning before I go to work. So what do I do? I turned off my alarm. No, you last morning? Last Friday, I turned off my alarm. Because I didn't have to be to work until 8.30. I didn't have to be there at 6 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have to get up at 3 o'clock last Friday. Well, guess what? I forgot to turn it on. So I got up at 5 o'clock, had 20 minutes to get myself ready, get out the door, and get to work. And you did it? And I did it. Hmm. And that means you can sleep till 5 o'clock every day then? No. Oh. <laughs> No, you I won't do that every day. No. You see, I have wisdom because I comprehended the downfall of sleeping until 5 o'clock. I didn't have my lunch packed and ready to go for work. I didn't have time to do half of what I needed to do in the morning. I grabbed my medicine and shoved it in my pocket as I was running out the door. Yeah, No. I'm going to go do that again. God, God gave me wisdom. Have time to prepare, to have my, my quiet time. So, you know, and the example of wisdom. But, yes, I, I got to work on time. I My train derailed. I forgot where I was going with this. With what I was talking about with you were talking about uh, wisdom, the wisdom. thing. Yeah. When you got telling you. To oh, do I was I was going to do the music this morning. Right. Mm-hmm. I didn't have time for the show tonight. For the show tonight. Well, I got I get off right this month. I get off at four o'clock in the afternoon. So on my way home, I stopped, got my dinner, and got home. I says, "Okay, I'm going to eat my dinner. I'm going to do this. Going to do that." And ten minutes before I needed to walk out the door, it's like, I haven't done my music yet. So, ten minutes till it was time for me to walk out the door, I'm sitting there. Oh, I like this one. I want this one. I want that one. And I'm writing them down. So, listening to God. And and I, yes, I did know our topic for tonight. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of times I don't know our topic. 
Yeah, la- yep, the last sometimes, few months. Yeah. Sometimes uh, you don't know until you, you, God tells you what to say. Because sometimes God will tell you somebody out there wants to hear something and you don't know about it. So you ask God to direct you and he'll show you something he wants to talk She's about. She's been on fire for two months. Because he wants somebody out there Even wants she to say, hear it. I end up preaching. <laughs> yeah, I was like, it's never my intention to be a to be preachy. But God, speak it. But. There's times when somebody needs to hear. Yes, thank you. Certain tones, yes. certain attitude. Yep, attitudes really isn't the right word, but on their level. On yeah, and on it's like level. okay, somebody needs this presented to them this way. Yep. So. Because you say I don't know why I went there, but oh well. Yeah. <laughs> so, if I get preachy. It's probably because somebody needs to hear something in a certain way. Okay, so back to wisdom. Wisdom is something that you acquire by knowledge and knowing things or something that God gave to you. Wisdom is how to apply the knowledge. How to apply what to do and what situation to do the right thing with what you know. Just like if you had a recipe and you put the recipe together, like making a cake, and you did not know that you're supposed to put it in the pan and in the oven for 350, you're going to mess up. So you have to know if knowledge of everything you need to do: the eggs, the milk, the oven temperature, and how long. I got a question, but especially you're going to work. And uh, I asked Roger this: How many times you went to work and something happened ahead of you? And you said for a few more seconds, a few more minutes, that could have been me. My wife went through that last week. Just, God just turned right in front of her. She could have T-boned him and everything, but God told her to stop. Mm-hmm. When I was taking my time out in the driveway, plugging in stuff in the car, my phone, and so picking up some time. trash in the car. But if I would have jumped in there and left, I would have like been said, If I have went, been in the hairy, you mm-hmm. like, Things happen. But sometimes God holds you back. Mm-hmm. Is that wisdom? That's discernment. Thank you. See, people get them mixed up. I mean, I had enough wisdom not to go that way. You didn't know God. To <laughs> I didn't have no How wisdom. You know? I was just, was, to me, it was what she said? a blessing that God had me wait a little bit before she I She could explain it to I'm not saying you're not, but you see how people get those two mixed up. Mm-hmm. Oh man, it was man. I had wisdom, not now. You had discernment. Yes, because I didn't know. I didn't know nothing about it. Well, she said about the time she had to go pick the lady up for work, and she said that it was a wreck or something. If they'd have been a few minutes early, they'd have been in it. Or you were running late or something picking oh, her I up. I don't remember. But pointy, Roger says times that when he had to go work out of town, and he like traffic, and all of a sudden it's a big wreck up there. Mm-hmm. And he said a few seconds could have been me yep so i mean even coming to the studio tonight i have my times planned out so in the mornings when i leave for work i try to leave the house by like 20 after 5 to get me to work on time and give me a little extra time so i can have quiet time before the day gets started when i come to the studio because yeah i'm more familiar now with coming to the studio. Well, you have a certain route you go now. Um, pretty much, 
but I, st- I still rely on my GPS. Right. Not because I don't know how to get there, but we ran into the situation two weeks. The last time Roger was with me, mm-hmm. where there had been an accident and the road was closed. And so the GPS took us around a- another way. Now, and and then tonight I was coming and I left late because today today I like to leave between six and six thirty to come. Mm -hmm. And I was a little bit later than I normally would. I didn't have to stop and get my dinner because I'd already had my dinner. And I get on eight twenty and it says. This is this route's about sixteen minutes slower due to accidents up ahead. Plural, not one, <laughs> two. But had I left when I normally do, you've been involved in every. I would have probably been in that second wreck. Hmm. So God gave me the discernment, or, or He puts those angels there to say. Uh, uh, you still need to do this, and you still need to do this. Now it's safe for you to go. That's what Cindy was. But people no. don't understand. They try, people saying, "Man, I had enough." Were you here? Man, I had wisdom. Man, it was wisdom. Okay, I've been trying to ask this question now. Does GPS have wisdom or knowledge? Or does it have them both? It has <laughs> neither. <laughs> it doesn't. No. It doesn't. GPS is. How do I explain it? Computer? It's computerized, but it works off of a satellite that can see where you're going and can see those accidents. So the satellite is the smart one. The satellite is just an eye. Okay. And guess what it's run by? Man. So, no, GPS doesn't have wisdom, knowledge, or understanding. It's... Sorry about that GPS. And I've had them take me the wrong places all around. <laughs> you too. Huh? Took me the wrong way. The wrong and way yeah. I it took me all around. I was going to Grapevine. It took me all around Grapevine and it started hitting me to force. I said, oh, something's wrong. And I don't know if there's things, objects up in the mm-hmm. sky or other radio things that interfere with the GPS, but it, them GPS get screwed up sometimes. Well, it's just like with where I work, that everybody comes in and says, my GPS took me to the other Club Zuba Tower. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. So I make sure when I, I'm giving people directions, I give them landmarks. I said, if you don't see Cook Children's ER, and you don't see this building and this building, you're in the wrong place. Yeah, but y'all, I mean, no mean to get off the subject, but y'all, hospitals are big now. I get lost at Children Cook now. I don't even know what the entrance is anymore. You just come right down Turtle. Mm-hmm. Right now, you got to go around Turtle. <laughs> but. I need to go to the restroom. Don't mean to. Thank I, you I, for I, announcing I, that to the world. Oh, I need to go to the laboratory. <laughs> Again, thank you for announcing that to the world. <laughs> okay. But anyway, I mean, that was just a question. So a machine does not have wisdom and does not have knowledge. It's put in there by man. It's put in there by man. And so the man that did that, that built the GPS and built the satellites, now they had wisdom. Yes. And knowledge. And understanding of and how And understanding it works. how to make it work. So. so wisdom and knowledge is something that you 
have to learn and learn what to do with it. Yeah, you have to learn and acquire knowledge, mm-hmm. and then you have to learn how to apply with wisdom. What you know with the wisdom mm-hmm. that you have. And because um, I know you, last week you had read a couple of things out of the Bible that Solomon had wrote to his son or something. Mm-hmm. Who was Solomon's son? Can't remember either. He had left little notes mm-hmm. that were wrote in the Bible of like, uh, don't do this and don't do that because it'll make your day shorter or something. What I forgot what the saying was, but he left little things that were of wisdom, of little, like little poems, like totally. Right? No, they were just flat out. Don't. Okay, I'm going to paraphrase it horribly because I can't remember how it it went, but don't mess around with hookers. You get, you'll get sick, you can die. You know, it's that kind of stuff. It was very specific instruction. And he was wise, and so if you did read those, you knew to do your best to learn how to do what he was talking about. And that's what she said. But I think that's something good to know so that we all know that we're not without or not able to get the wisdom or knowledge we need to know about something we can learn god gave us that ability to learn and this is so true he did give us the ability to learn and you know the smallest child to the oldest adult we all have capacity to learn and i was thinking about something today i have a little had a little chihuahuas and i gave one to this girl at she's spanish and she kept her name and the little dog was lily my granddaughter named it one of the last ones we had to go and but she went into a spanish house and i was wondering if how they teach the dogs to understand their spanish where we would have had them in our house we would have you know talked to them in english no don't do that sit be still get out of that and now this dog dog would know spanish because it would be around a spanish family that spoke spanish well it's just like the dog we had when we were in germany roger taught him commands in german i mean he was around that talking german so he we didn't speak german but we taught him commands in german and a dog can learn commands no matter what the language is you can tell him to sit and have him walk towards you and praise him and he'll associate sit with come mm-hmm. so animals are very wise or not necessarily wise but they're smart they can they can yeah. learn basics yeah, um, which I was talking to my son about the donkey that talked uh, on the phone. And I looked up the, it was Numbers 29, verse 21, when Balaam was trying to go up the mountain, and the angel, archangel was there with the, I say the archangel, angel was there with the sword, and the donkey talked, he, uh, Balaam hit, hit him three times or something like that. Something like that. And he told him, are you, man, are you crazy? Don't you see the angel there with the sword to take your head off? And that's a whole story about how he was going to curse the city of God's chosen people. And God didn't want him to. And God told him not to go, but he was going to go anyway. So he ended up cursing the other people's city that was going against God's city. But it's an, another story. But the donkey, 
donkey actually talked. Mm -hmm. And I was telling my son, did you ever know about the donkey that talked? And he said, no. I said, well, there was a donkey that talked in the Bible, and it was kind of neat. So I got to talk to my son, mm -hmm. you know, about something about the Bible. And then I talked about Noah's uh, and uh, the well and how the well spit him up. You know, Jonah. Jonah and the well and Noah's in the ark. I was talking to him about something that, there's so many stories in the Bible that they're just amazing of things that went on. I mean, there's just, you would never think, you think, oh, somebody. I used to think like Jack and the Beanstalk was a story, but they really were giants. <laughs> you know, there's just things in the Bible, people make stories out of them, but they all have a root where something like that really did happen in that Bible most of the time. Mm -hmm. Well, there wasn't a Jack and the Beanstalk. No, but there were some no. giants. There were giants in the land, and Goliath was one of them. And that's another story, too. Yes. And, you know, if we teach our children, this is another place where wisdom comes in. We teach our children these stories. David and Goliath, um, Samson and the lion when he killed the lion, and... Um, you know, all these, all these stories from the Old Testament and the ones from the New Testament as well. And we just teach them as stories. But if you were to sit down and really dig into the meaning behind these, there is so much wisdom in these stories. Warnings to us all. Yeah, you know, with Samson and Delilah... Samson was told he could never cut his hair. Mm -hmm. And he never did. And he finally was tricked by Delilah into telling where his strength came, comes from, came from. And it's a real true story. Yeah. It is. It is a true story. Mm -hmm. But, what, you know, but when you look at it, Everything that Samson did from his birth, he was set apart. And he did well, and as he got older, he, you know, he looked at this other woman, and she wasn't a, an Israelite woman, and he wanted her, and so he married her. And then he got tricked into giving the answer to the riddle that he had proposed on his wedding day. And so, you know, the biggest thing about that story is we can easily be tricked and deceived into sharing things that don't need to be shared or things that would get us in trouble. What are you talking about? Samson and Delilah. He and how, betrayed it. Hmm? They, she betrayed it, yeah. Well, he, she tricked him. She tricked him into telling him where his strength came from. He, oh, he didn't know. Yes, he knew. He, he knew. knew where his strength came but from. But he was not to tell him. He should have never told no one. He was, God told him not to tell anyone. Because when he told him, when he told her that his strength came from his hair never having been cut when he fell asleep she had somebody come in and cut his hair and he lost his strength
Because it was in disobedience. Because God told him that. Because God told God told his mother when she was pregnant that no razor should ever touch his head, and you know, he she he was tricked. But and then that's when they came in and blinded him and stuff. Yeah. Exactly, and he at that point was sentenced to labor, and you know, all this years later. His strength came back, not because his hair grew back. Because of God. Because Samson repented for allowing this to happen to him. And he said, Lord, just one more time, let your strength. That's when he tore down the temple. And that's when he... he wanted to be placed where he could put his hands on one on each pillar and these were the main pillars of the Colosseum and God gave him the strength to basically bring the whole thing down so you know using our wisdom we have to be careful we know that there are people who are going to be deceiving us that are going to try to trick us and you know, we know these things, they're facts. And that's that we where know. you really have to ask for prayer and discernment for God to show you. And this is where you need your wisdom. Um, and you have to understand that for years and years and years, it's like, oh, this won't happen to me. Oh, this can't happen to me. Well, it can. You are not, you know, we are not as a human race we are not exempt from any bad thing happening to football us running streets whoever think i would end up on a cane mm-hmm. whoever think i would be begging someone to take me to the bathroom but all right we've got another song coming up and using your wisdom your discernment it's a difference, right? Mm-hmm. There's a difference between discernment yeah. and, and wisdom. But in the discernment for this song that's coming up <clears throat> is knowing when to speak and when to keep quiet. But we're going to do Testify by Social Club Misfits. And we will be back in just a few minutes. I was falling apart when heaven rescued me Recovered my heart, I want the world to see I can testify, testify From the comforts of my home to a jail cell They try to break me down, but their plan fails I remember like yesterday, still clear as day When I felt I had my whole future stripped away Should've known better, I felt the heat speeding through the lanes I was looking for the better me Feeding my desires, ignoring my royal pedigree Bloodline from the heavens, still slept in the penitentiary But I was meant for more So when you say the words I've written, touch you, it's the Lord The pressure that I felt on me, don't feel it anymore You sent me healing from above, there's nothing realer than your love I was falling apart when heaven rescued me Recovered my heart, I want the world to see I can 
Welcome back to Glory Rising Radio. I think we've had a really good show tonight talking about knowledge, wisdom, understanding. Um, and Cindy brought up a good point during the break judgment. Well, judgment can actually be incorporated with wisdom because God, give, God gives us wisdom and we have to discern or decide decide I have this choice in front of me and you can say judgment because you're saying if I go this route this is what's going to happen if I go this road this is what's going to happen so you have to judge for yourself what consequences you want every action has a has an equal and opposite reaction but it has consequences good or bad so you have to judge that 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 decision 
that you have to make. You have to judge, is this a good decision or is this a bad so decision? So it's like coming to a crossroads. And that's yes. where you use your wisdom and your knowledge together. Mm-hmm. Okay. 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 So, all right. Um, we are coming down to the last little bit of our we show. And like I said, I think we've had a good show. I think I've, yeah, I think I'll, I've enjoyed it. To, to, I really studied about it. You couldn't tell me there was a difference between knowledge and wisdom. I thought they were all the same. You know, your wife. Told me that in the car. Yeah, they're similar, but they're not the same. Yeah. It's two different meanings. They do work hand in hand together, but it's the Bible two. Accordance. Tell I think that book was on knowledge. Mm-hmm. Twenty three pages. And you wanted me to forward. read all three twenty three. Wisdom. <laughs> no, I didn't. Hey, wisdom. I didn't. Thicker. Oh yeah. I was gonna say, and it's not that I wanted you to read every single one of them. <laughs> Just kind of get an idea of it. Just get an understanding. She didn't know what that meant. Our, our third word. Our, just get an understanding Sanding. of what. Wisdom I'm is. glad you both understand it in there because she got in the car yesterday. I, I said, what's wrong? The difference between knowledge and wisdom, I'm like, I know you're not really asking me that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, this, I didn't say it to her, mm-hmm. but I'm like, Cindy, really? She said, what's said, the difference? I need to learn yeah, it. I'm said, supposed to know. And I when I seen that she was serious, I took it serious. Because uh-huh. I could have joked with like, now come on, Cindy. Wisdom, knowledge. She really didn't know, so I couldn't tell her my thought. So I had to go right. (laughs) And he didn't want to tell me his thoughts because I was wrong. What I was gonna say, the way I would have put it, Andre's way, y'all know. Anyway, we ain't gonna go there. But the definition uh, based on Andre. Yeah. Okay. But I read it, mm-hmm. and I said, I, I said, well, the, the Bible, she heard me. What did the Bible say about knowledge? Then what did the world say? What did the world, I, I, I studied all these. Mm-hmm. Every one of them said the same thing. Different ways, same thing. Yeah. Which is <laughs> what I said here tonight. Yeah. So. I mean, but you got it in encyclopedia way. Uh-huh. You got the world's way, James, uh, King James. Everything is, but they all... Start out, knowledge is this, wisdom is that. Mm-hmm. But they're all worded different. And you have to have an understanding of them both to apply them properly. Because I'm going to tell you what confused me was King James Version mm-hmm. and the, the Holy Bible. Totally different wording. Okay, what is the difference between the King James Version and the Holy it's Bible? It's the D and the Thou and the Holy Bible. King James is more plain where you can understand. The King James is the one with all the these and the thous. I've got the new So I got okay. I've got the new King James version and that's what I read from when we're here. Which does not have the these and the thous and the whereforts and who arts and And who beg it. <laughs> like beg it, I didn't know it was child. Uh-huh. What is it? Begot. When they say, begot. Uh, begot of this family and this family. And it goes on and goes on and goes on. The and genealogies. Has, yeah. And that's, and that's a very important thing to God. You know, you look the at liturgy, it. Yeah. The genealogy. It's like God insisted 
God had this set down from the beginning of time that the lineage that Christ came through had to be pure. Did you know that they said that if we went back, we could find out who we were kin to? I was like, that's a lot of going back. Mm-hmm. But they say if people, some people do take the time, mm-hmm. hey, I was, you know, I was Jesus' cousin, or, or I was. I am the great, 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 how many hundred, or how many thousands of greats, granddaughter of Adam and Eve. Me too. I hear you. So that means we're cousins. I mean, we're sisters. 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 But if if you really want to go that far back, every one of us is a relation to Adam and Eve. And then... I like that. With Noah and the ark. Now with Noah and the ark. (laughs) Okay. I'm just having fun right now. When God destroyed the earth with the flood. Cleaned everything. Yes, uh, Noah would be our great, 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 however many thousands of greats grandfather. But you could have come through Ham, Chem, or Japheth. The sons. Yeah. So one of those are great. I know Ham. I love Ham. Ham, Sham, Meshach. No, Japheth. Japheth, yeah. All right. All right. Let's go ahead and give our closing comments. We've only got about seven minutes left. Well, because me and my wife started talking about this two days ago, I like studying, but I like getting the knowledge so when I do talk to my wife, and she does it for me too, or talk to my sister. What's her name? Cindy. Thank you. And it feels good when we can study instead of argue or trying mm-hmm. to, because like I told earlier, when she said that, I could have took it in a joking way and made mm-hmm. fun, but she was serious. Mm-hmm. And it made me go read and get serious. Mm-hmm. Then when we came here with Ms. Loretta, she got serious, and she said, well, what about this one? All I'm saying after just a closing remark, if someone comes to you something sounds stupid or silly, thankful you react to it because they really asking for a reason. That's all I want to say. I just want to say you're never too old to learn. I learn things every day on the show, uh, out in the world, you, things that you just never knew about, just like things I was telling my son about in the Bible. Those, all those things are really, you just think there was childhood stories but they're really true and they really happen and if you can be amazed with just those little things what just imagine how amazed we're going to be in heaven one day we can't even think about the things around us and the things we're going to do and the blessing god's going to put on us but it's just you just too much to think about it's just too much okay and again i've enjoyed this this evening because I had to do the refresher on knowledge, wisdom, and understanding. Yes. It's like, yes, these are things that I've known for a long time. But sometimes we forget or it's like, well, wait a minute. Was it this way or was it this way? And <laughs> Yep. You know, I, I'm sorry to say I'm getting older and my memory's not quite what it used to be. So I do have to go back and have refreshers. And I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be ashamed of it because this is all part of life. This is part of God's plan. But if the 
explanations of knowledge, wisdom, and understanding have helped you, then our job was done right. Well, it goes beyond what you said a week ago. Don't go about what people tell you. Mm-hmm. Read it for your what? For yourself. Read it for Study yourself. For yourself. Study it yourself. And so, you know, we just want to keep this in mind. Um, We think we have our topic for next week, but not 100% certain. Roger's going to be with us next week. Yes. It will not be next Monday. We will not be on. So please do not try to join us next Monday night. You can't go to the archives. You, You can go to the archives anytime you would like to, but... We will not be on next Monday night. We're going to be on a week from Friday, July 29th. New Bat Channel. At, <laughs> yeah, New Bat Channel. I like that. Um, a New Bat Time. Yeah. We're, going to, we're going to be on from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Central Time here at Fishbowl Radio Network. And I'm looking forward to that. We're going to have Roger joining us. And number of good things to come. Yeah. And I not only am looking forward to him being here because he does bring so much insight to the discussions. Great because teacher. he knows the Great Bible teacher. inside and out and back. But and also forth. Yeah. also because he gets to drive me home. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the truth. <laughs> hey, there's there's good always person. more than yeah. one there's always more than one reason for things. And so. I hope we we'll get to see you, brother. I hope this ain't going to be the last time we're going to no, see you. I'll be doing y'all show. Yeah, I'll be. <laughs> <Yay>. <laughs> so, anyway, so you all have a good evening, a, a good week. Night. And, again, Friday, July 29th, from beginning. 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Central Time, here on Fishbowl Radio Network. And you all be blessed and be a blessing. Good night.